At this time, please help me welcome Mayor Bob Barrett from the city of Peoria. Good afternoon. Uh, one quick note. I, I've never worked for APS. I work for the Arizona Republic. <laughs> I, do some of you hunt out there? You go hunting? I, I stopped. I used to hunt when I was young. I used to do it a lot. And then after I came back from Vietnam, obviously, I sort of got away from that. But I have to tell you, I shot my first turkey this, uh, a couple weeks ago, and it seemed really to startle everybody in the frozen food section. I just I couldn't understand that. It's... <laughs> It's my pleasure to address you today and, and talk about the state of the city. Um, like many of you, we're trying to deal with the economy and the impacts that the economy has on virtually everything all of us do. And it's, it's not easy, but we are doing everything within our means to make it work. And for the city, we will continue to our, with our current fiscally conservative approach. I am very proud that, that we are and have been one of the few cities in the valley that did not make anybody take furloughs uh, until this last year there were no fee increases we hit a point finally with our water rates where we had to raise those in order to maintain our bonds uh, we had no fee increases during the whole downturn and we did that deliberately in order to try to help all our residents so we seem to be coming out of this a little bit now, but we, we are now looking at another increase in our water rates for the same reason. You need safe, secure water, and you also need to maintain our bond rating. If you let the bond rating go down, then the city's, all, all our expenses will go up in the city, and anytime you have to then go back and issue another bond, you're gonna pay a higher interest rate. So that discussion is, is underway currently, and you're going to hear more of it as we go into the budget session. Uh, otherwise, there are some things that are really out of, out of our control, and the state will be dealing with large budget problems in the years ahead. Now, the state's talking about an excess this year that they, they're seeing sales tax increases go in. How they're going to spend that and if they're going to spend it is going to be a, a, uh, some of the discussions that, that go on. But, but for now, I'm going to concentrate on the city. I'm going to come back to the legislature because the legislature can have such an impact on us, it's not even begin to be funny, and I'll get to that in a little bit. Um, economic development. Last year, you know, our economic development strategy, I explained it, that we are out and we're trying to attract major corporations to, to come in. Uh, we, but along with that, we've also uh, have worked with the business assistance and business retention. And this last year, our economic development folks visited 140 existing Peoria businesses as part of the retention program. They hosted 20 small business seminars on a variety of topics from marketing and finance and accounting to HR issues and sales tax and licensing. And we worked with 13 prospects for business startup and relocation. Obviously, although we're working to get major corporations in here, the backbone of, of the economy for all cities is really the small business they provide the most jobs. Uh, we, we've been working to get the high-skilled, high the large businesses in. Maxwell Technologies was a major accomplishment for the city of Peoria. Maxwell, comp uh, is, it's a clean technology company that they'll locate their ultra-capacitor manufacturing and their R&D facility in 120,000 square feet of vacant space by Rio Vista. And this is gonna create 150 jobs. Now, 
why is, is this important? Absolutely, it's important. The boom and bust cycle that we all experience when the housing industry goes splat, stops everything. That's when everybody's economy goes down. And if the city of Peoria fails to diversify, then sooner the, the housing industry is starting to make noises like they're coming back. Everybody expects them to come back over the course of the next two or three years. And things will be good for a while, but sooner or later they'll go splat once again and everything will go back into the toilet. The only way you can beat that is to diversify and attract jobs into the city. Maxwell Technologies is one of these. They are going to bring in 150 people initially. They're supposed to start up their production lines hopefully this year, and then next year they might bring their R&D folks out, the research and development people, out from San Diego here and locate here in Peoria. Now it's important for the jobs that it creates because it adds that they're going to buy houses and groceries and everything else and sales tax. But the key to the Maxwell Technologies victory, and I want to uh, single out Scott White, our economic development director, who put in a lot of time and energy to make this happen. But what's really important about this is that I sit on the board for GPEC, that's the Greater Phoenix Economic Council. And what GPEC does is they bring in major corporations that are interested in moving to Arizona, generally go through GPEC, and they're looking for space. And they'll tell GPEC, you know, we want X amount of, of square feet, and it has to be whatever the conditions are. Well, for the first two or three years that I've been on the board for GPEC, nothing happened. They didn't come out to Peoria. They didn't refer anyone to Peoria. Uh, once again, with the help from Scott White, we got all over them, and now they are, they are coming out. And the key, and the key here with, with Maxwell Technologies is the jobs, but now we are, in, we are one of the considerations when companies come to the Valley. If, it's one of those things, if you get one major corporation to locate here, which we now have done, then other corporations will also come out and look at us. Now, does that mean they'll locate here? Maybe, maybe not, but at least we'll get a look. We weren't getting looks before, and that's due to mostly the efforts of, of Scott White, so please give him a hand. And the other thing he's, he's done was uh, with the, the boy, it's BioXcel and it's an incubator for bioscience devices. And now, what, what does this mean? They're going to start up at, at Plaza del Rio and they will find uh, businesses that are just forming that deal with bio devices. And one of the ones that, that they're talking to or are hoping to get is diabetes. You know, with diabetes, you, you, you prick your finger to get your, for the blood sample, you run it through your little machine, it tells you what your blood level is. There's a company out there that is in the process of developing small strips of paper that when you can get your blood sugar level just by wiping your eye. Now this, this, is, a, this is a company that's forming and we're hoping to get them to come into our biosciences startup area. And that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be going out, trying to find companies like this, bring them into Peoria and have them begin to develop. Now why, why are we doing this? Well, we're doing this because we want the businesses obviously. But, but the thing is that you, you get the scientists out there who develop the little strips of paper and, and they're getting the approval from the, uh, from the federal government to actually bring this to fruition. These guys might be brilliant, but they don't know how to market a business. They don't know how to start up a business. So what, what bio, we're partnering with BioXcel with, with the city, and what we will do with these startups is we will bring them in, we will evaluate them, and bring them in, make sure, make sure they're, they're valid and they have a good chance of being successful. And if they do, we will help them and teach them how to market, how to keep your books and everything else. And in return for that, they are going to locate in this city. Uh, that's why this is an extremely important thing. 
The next, the next one, and, and Scott's been very busy, uh, is a groundbreaking for the Peoria Regional Medical Center. It'd be the first hospital here in Peoria. Um, we are also having a couple other uh, hospitals that are interested in locating in Peoria, generally in the area of, of, the, of, the, of uh, the 303 and Happy Valley Road and up in that area. It's very hot. They were, a lot of the hospitals were looking at that area before the economy went to hell in a handbasket. Uh, the economy's starting to come back, and we're starting to get, get interest. We have uh, exclusive negotiating agreements with, uh, with another uh, firm to put in a regional hospital as opposed to the, the medical center. Uh, and I can tell you that as a member of the board of directors of GPAC, I'm going to continue to push City of Peoria and have them come out and look and see what we have to offer. And we have a lot to offer. When a business is looking to locate, relocate, or locate, or come in, they're looking for several things. One of the things they're looking for is transportation corridors. With the completion of the 303, we have that. Uh, another thing they're looking for is relatively inexpensive uh, property. The West, West Valley is poised there because the East Valley you know, values are just off the board. The other thing is, is quality of life. The quality of life in Peoria, I think, is, is very high. It's excellent. You're sitting in one of the reasons why our quality of life is so good here. And finally, the other thing they're looking for is an educated workforce. And the Peoria Unified School District is one of the premier school districts in the state of Arizona. Not just in the valley, but in the state. <laughs> People, and, and I'm, I'm one of them. Uh, when, when I'm an Air Force brat. My Luke Air Force Base was my father's last duty station. And, and one of the things that, that people look for when they relocate, especially through Luke Air Force Base, is a good school district. And, and I have been told that we have more people from Luke Air Force Base living in our city than any other West Valley city. It's not the dynamic young mayor. Well, okay, I'm kind of old and tired. But it, what it is, it's, just, it's the school district. And they go where the good schools are because they understand the value of education. So we need to support and continue to support PUSD and their efforts. Uh, I'm pleased that Westmark has changed its mission. For those of you that don't know, it's Western Maricopa Association. Westmark is, is a group that is a coalition of, it's like a three-legged stool. It's businesses, it's cities, and it's, it's education. And these three groups come together in Westmark, and we work to improve the Western va West, the West Valley. Uh, Westmark is on its way to changing its mission. Um, Jack Lunsford was the executive director. He has since retired, and we have a new executive director out there, Michelle Ryder. Michelle is a vice president of GPEC, and the, the new mission that we were creating for Westmark is to become the GPEC for the West Valley. They, their new mission is to emphasize jobs and businesses, creation, retention, and attraction. It's going to make a difference to the Valley. Uh, I'm on their board of directors, and I will obviously continue to push for the city of uh, Peoria to get looks, and hopefully the jobs will come in too. Uh, in the area of redevelopment, we have a few things going on. Uh, for those of you that are maybe not aware of it, P83 is, is we're trying to create P83. And this is, this is the entertainment district that you're in right now. There, you can revamp it. We're trying to, to attract new businesses. There's a plan underway for development of, of long at the stadium. They're, they're going to put in uh, one of the large parking lots there is going to disappear. It's going to be a mixed use. It's going to be offices. It's going to be restaurants. It's going to be a hotel. Uh, this, is, this is a real thing. It's coming. We're working to make it happen. 
that we, we just termed the whole thing P83. And if you want to see what, uh, what sort of is in store for the sports complex, go to www.p83az.com. You can get an overview of the kinds of, of improvements that we're talking about for the, the, the sports district. Uh, on March 3rd, we're going to host a P83 party, obviously, in the entertainment district. So come out and join us. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, there are also redevelopment solicitations for Old Town are currently posted. One is for the Peoria Town Center, and one is for Washington Street properties. Take a look at those. We have big plans for downtown as well. Uh, some of the other news from the Economic Development Department is that we've improved industrial activity in the city over the last year. The vacancy rate for industrial space uh, I lost my place. Okay, the vacancy rate for industrial space is down to 16.7% compared to 21.6% in the fourth quarter of last year. Uh, residential permitting activity is up 31% over 09. We're on a permit uh, pace, uh, to permit about 400 new homes. So we are seeing, hopefully we are seeing the end of the decline. I'm not going to stand here and tell you that things are going to go extremely well. We are projecting a little bit of a flat line, maybe a slight increase in terms of, of recovery. Uh, you hear all kinds of optimistic things from a lot of cities. I'm not that optimistic. And we are going to take it slow and cautious so that we don't end up the way the other cities did, most of them with furloughs, which are nothing more than a decrease in salary for everybody. And I, don't, I won't do that to, to our employees, and our employees don't deserve that. Um, for, in terms of community development, in fiscal year 11, the city completed five neighborhood pride events. A total of 51 homes were enhanced and renovated. Through, they paint the fences, they repair fences, they, they spruce up the outside. This, this is a program that essentially operates on donations and volunteer uh, equity here, sweat equity. If you have time, please come let us know you're interested. And next time we have a neighborhood pride project, you will be invited to come out and participate. And what we do is, is they go through and they find a, a block, generally a block or an area that really needs help, um, where they, they get supplies and I guess a combined total of $92,000 uh, in contributions for last year's Neighborhood Pride Project. And then they, they ask people to come out and help. In the past, they, they renovated homes or at the exterior of homes. One was a woman who was like 82. She could not physically... She didn't have any kids to, to put slaves out there in her yard, and her yard you know, was, was really bad. The place needed to be painted, and she didn't have a lot of money. That's one of the homes they rehabilitated. So this is a very worthwhile project. It's a very good project, and it means a lot to the city of Peoria. It means a lot to the residents. And you can do it. You can do it one house at a time and one block at a time, and that's what we're trying to do. Uh, and, and already this year they've completed two projects and they have three more slated to occur over the next few months. Contact my office if you're interested and we'll put you in touch with the people that are, are organizing this or, or Rachel will, she's my assistant, she gets to do all the dirty work. Uh, the city budgeted you know, 150000 in general fund monies for neighborhood grants that help communities complete the beautification projects. These are, are, are like HOAs apply for them and things like that as opposed to neighborhood pride where there is no HOA. Um, additionally, we've seen an uptick in development activity in pre-application meetings, which would be a good indication of activity on the horizon. And again, I want to emphasize that while that sounds very optimistic, don't go overboard with it. 
you know, the states are already deciding they've got a billion dollars extra, whatever it is. And, and, and I was at the legislative luncheon for the Phoenix Chamber of Commerce where they had leadership from both the House and the Senate on, from both parties come and, and speak to us and they're already fighting over how they're going to spend the additional money. And if you caught the state of the state speech from the governor, she's talking about buying back the capital, you know, because they're running right now. So local sales, that, the good news is that we are seeing an up, uptick. Um, Local sales tax is up 11% from this time last year. And restaurant and bar collections are up 4.5% from the same time last year. And those of you that are helping me keep that up, thank you. Continue to join us out there. The, and I want to get into a little bit of, of here's where there are other issues, and, and the legislature obviously is a key one. Uh, about a third of our budget comes from state shared revenues. And for those of you that don't know state shared revenues, we don't have a, a city income tax in Peoria. So the deal with the, between the cities and the state was we will forego collecting some taxes and, and the state collects all of them in return for which they rebate based on population a given percentage of the, of the collections, tax collections for the year. And that's about a third. And every once in a while they start talking about they're going to sweep some of the state shared revenues or they're going to reduce the state shared revenues that they, they share with the cities. Um, I will tell you, I'm also on the executive committee of the League of Cities and Towns. If they try to tamper or withhold or take any of the state shared revenues, we will take them to court and we will fight that. That's money that's due to the cities. It is not due to the state to bail itself out. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> A couple more issues that I want to touch on, on very quickly. Uh, Luke Air Force Base. Um, the F-35 is still coming. Uh, it seems like it's, we've been, I've been talking about this for years, which I have. And, and the F-35 is going to replace this F-16. And everybody knows that. Now, the Enviro Environmental Impact Statement, EIS, is what's kind of holding this thing up. Now, that's supposed to be out sometime in the next month or so. And, and if, that, if they get that out, they will then follow it up with public hearings. Now, we will let you know when the public hearings happen. I have one request. Generally, if, they, if it's like the last time they did it, uh, they will do four or five public hearings. One of them will probably be somewhere in this area, surprise perhaps, or somewhere in the area. Please take the time to show up, express your support for the F-35. Luke Air Force Base is, is, is more than a $2 billion economic engine. If we lose that, it would be devastating, not only to the city of Peoria, but to the entire west side. I mean, if you think we have a foreclosure and a vacancy rate amongst homes right now, you can't, can't imagine what would happen if that closes. Not only will all the on active duty personnel leave, but all the retirees that depend on Luke Air Force Base will also leave. They'll go and they'll find another base because they use the commissary, they use the hospital out there, and, every, and all the other services that, that are due retirees. So please, when this happens, we'll let you know we need one more strong show of support for the F-35. Um, and I'm, again, I'm gonna go back to, uh, to, the, to the legislature. Um, I've been meeting with a lot of, of, of people in the legislature about the new session. One of the things that we we're talking about is, is um, water, water issues. I'm, as, I'm also currently the president of AMAW, which is Arizona uh, Municipal Water Users Association. And we did a, a water briefing at the legislature last week. Um, and I talked about water and water issues. 
And, and then, but I also had an opportunity to sit down with, with Rick Gray, who is uh, LD9, District 9, in the House. Um, he's going to help us with, with some of the bills that we're very concerned about. And he also asked for our help. He's, apparently there is, there's, a, there's a piece of Peoria that's a little bit to the west, on the, on the west edge, that apparently the people living in Peoria have Sun City mailing addresses, okay? So I, you hear about this like Phoenix and Scottsdale too. Uh, but apparently one of the problems that's causing him, and he, <coughs> excuse me, he lives in, in Sun City. One, one of the problems it's causing is the real estate agents that are selling the homes out there that are really in Peoria but have a Sun City address kind of intimate that well, it's okay you can join the rec centers in Sun City and use all their facilities. Uh, no, that, that you, they can't do that. And it, it gets blown back on him. So he's working with uh, Representative Trent Franks to try to get the post office to make an adjustment so that if, you're, if your home is within the boundaries of Peoria, you have a Peoria mailing address. It'll clear up a lot of the confusion and misunderstanding because those people that think they're in Sun City suddenly find out they're in Peoria and they're not happy about that either. So we're, we're trying to work something out there to, to help them all. Uh, spring training is coming up. Support it. We need it. We are now underway in negotiations with both the San Diego Padres and the Seattle Mariners. Their contracts are coming due for up for renewal. You know, so what happens? Well, if we don't get them renewed, we've got a real nice stadium out there for Little League, I guess. Um, obviously, that's not going to happen. The talks are underway. I'm going to say they're optimistic at this time and kind of leave it at that. Uh, the last thing I, I want to talk about is, is the arts. Uh, this year, there are, uh, some of the council members don't like the arts. They make that very clear. There's discussion about doing away for 1% for the arts. And there's a question as to how and if we can support and work with both Broadway theater that you're sitting in right now, as well as theater works with the uh, Center for the Performing Arts. I would ask you all to please support the arts. Any, any group can come together, put down asphalt, bricks and mortar, and call it a city. A city doesn't have a heart unless it has the arts. So it's critical that we keep, we keep the arts and we keep the facilities and venues going. It's, 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 as far as I'm concerned, it makes all the difference in the world. Um, with, the uh, with the dedication of the outstanding city staff, I don't, have, I don't even need notes for this, we have probably one of the best city staffs in the Valley. I, I worked for the Arizona Republic for more than 20 years. I covered most of the cities, on virtually all the cities in the West Valley. I will tell you that the city of Peoria has the best employees of any of them. I'm very proud of them. And I hope that you are as well. And in closing, I want to thank the, the chamber for, for uh, setting me up again. I want to thank APS for sponsoring the luncheon.